Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampney. And my guests today are the founders of the Ballard Academy, Mrs. Latasha Ballard and Mr. Lawrence Ballard. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Thank you for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> before, before I say anything, I got to commend uh, Lawrence because I, I wasn't sure who was running the page. And when I re I had his information and when I reached out to him, he made sure to let me know like, Hey, this is a team effort. So before I do the, so if, if we're going to do the podcast, we got to make sure my wife is there. So I got to commend him for making sure to make sure I got to commend him for making sure that everyone knows this is a team effort. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so how y'all doing today? I'm good. We're great. That's good. So let's get right into the um, Ballard Academy. I wanted you to explain to the listeners exactly what it is. So um, Ballard Academy, it uh, the passion first started with um, surround around sports, um, basketball. Um, my younger son was into the sport. So my husband, Lawrence, decided to take that jump and become a coach. So from that, dealing with youth, and um, all that surrounding ourselves around different kids with different walks of life, we started understanding that it was more to more to this than just about sports. Um, so that's what sparked the interest about Bullard Academy, because even with on the sports side, we were still doing stuff in the community and all that stuff. So we decided to take it another notch and say, OK, not not just focus on sports. But let's focus on youth in general, um, just a broader spectrum of, you know, this whole thing. We just decided to say, OK, let's do Bullard Academy. And we're not going to just say that we're going to surround around sports. We're going to throw in community service. We want to build something where the youth can be empowered. They can be inspired. Um, they could be encouraged, but they can have a safe place to come to be able to learn different things that we know that they will need in this life. What year did you all launch? Um, well, we, well, that's funny. Uh, Bullard Academy actually just became a nonprofit in 2020, but we actually began the vision way before then. Um, we started back in 2018 where we started you know our team bullard type love where we still was doing stuff in the community but bullard academy actually became launched in 2020 i want to give um latasha do you actually do any coaching or the basketball or um i don't but um i i'm learning <laughs> so I actually can be a coach. I have been surrounded around it for such a long time. So um, I do know about the game. It's some things that I have to work on in that part. But as far as me being uh, on the sideline, I definitely know some plays. She's a good <laughs> team manager. <laughs> I'm going to come to you for this one, Lawrence. Um, is, do you just coach boys or girls and boys? Girls and boys. Okay. What's it what's it like to um be a coach for, for kids so young? Because a lot of there, well, I'm not gonna say a lot. There's some kids where you're like the only male figure they'll see. And that's that comes with a lot of sports. So because of that, what is it like for you being a coach? Well, it's 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 
it's become more than coaching, like mentorship. And a lot of times it's a lot of patience with it. So you become, you, you start to learn each kid, each kid is going to be different. So you get more one-on-one time with each kid and you start to, you start to build a, 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 a rapport with them. And then that, that gains trust with, with them. Were you coaching before your son? No, sir. I was, I started coaching him. And what it was, was I was doing too much coaching from the sideline. <laughs> so, so I, so I decided to make that jump on the other side of the court. What, what did you have any reservations about doing it? Um, I did at first, I made all types of excuses, but when, when the time was right, it was, it was time. <laughs> Funny story though. I have for you, James. Oh, sure. Tell um, me. when Lawrence began coaching, um, it was sort of like, it was, it was predestined. Um, it was a coach that my son had and he noticed the passion that Lawrence had on the sideline. And he was like, um, mom, I'm going to get him out here. I'm going to get him out here. And I was like, okay, good luck. <laughs> and so um, one day he asked him, he said, well, I just need you to be the assistant. Just be the assistant coach. He said, okay, I could do that. And from the day that he accepted that position as assistant coach, the regular coach did not show up. He quit on me. At no more <laughs> practices. We couldn't find him. It was just like almost like it it pushed Lawrence into where he needed to be because this coach, like he didn't come to no more practice. When Lawrence agreed to be his assistant coach, he never showed up again. We couldn't reach him. We called him. We tried to find him. Nobody could find him. Nobody could reach him. So <laughs> Lawrence had to become the coach. Man, how did you, true story. I saw Lawrence. How did you feel going just getting thrust into that like that? Man, it 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 just it just started what it is today. I mm. think that happened back in 2015. Mm-hmm. So I've been volunteering and all that since then. Let me ask you. A, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a tough question or not, but had he not quit, could you could you do you think you would be where you at today with the coaching? Absolutely. Oh, okay. okay. I was always, I mean, I always been a student. I always played the game. So pretty much as my son grew, I grew. So that's what we, we went from um, volunteering in the rec centers to creating our own basketball outside, outside of that in the summer. Is that where your passion comes from? Just from playing? Yeah. I started playing at an early age. How old? Um, had to be elementary age. Wow, wow. I probably got serious about it probably, probably around seventh, eighth grade. Okay, so you play, you play like in high school and all that stuff. Actually, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? I had, I had all the potential and and chose chose a different path. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, being so, I mean, I don't know where you from, but, um, I'm from PG County and unfortunately it's too many of those stories. Absolutely. I'm mm. from, I'm from PG County, Landover, Merlin. Oh, okay. So you know that. Absolutely. 
it's 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 kind of it's not kind of it's very unfortunate because like at that you get to that age like high school and that's when you have to make that decision okay what am i doing am i gonna go left am i gonna go right like what's the next plan and then unfortunately some some people just don't make the right decision absolutely and i know i know tons of them so how does that because of your experiences how does that help you with your son and his plan well it just it just helped me first of all we kind of grew together so then now i'm able to give him the lessons all the lessons i picked up so so he'll make the right decisions when it's time i'm gonna come to you latasha what kind, how would you describe Lawrence as a coach? Um, I would distri- describe him as a coach. Um, he's very fair, he's very observant, and he's very compassionate um, when it comes to these children um, because it's like most of these kids, he have known them and coached them since the age of seven. So even the ones that moved on like high school ball, um, for them, when they see us sitting in a stand and they look up and see them, the, the thing that they come over, dap them up, what's up, coach? You know, <laughs> it just puts a smile on their face and the parents to see the support of a person that poured into their child at a young age. It's just the the love, but he's very compassionate um, when he's on the field and it's funny because we had other players from different teams, their parents come over and say, where y'all get that coach from? Because he don't yell at the kids and he'll do none of that. But it was that the kids had an understanding that they knew when he was serious, but he didn't like um, raise his voice. He just had a conversation with them. Like, come on, man, y'all know what y'all doing. Come on, you know, like, let's get it together. You know, but you have some coaches that's over the top. They be yelling at the kids or using profanity and all that. And he never once did that as a coach. So he developed this rapport because not only do he um, require respect from the kids, he required them to hit him up or he text them, hey, what's up? Report calls came out, send me them grades, what's up? Um, you know, so they see that he care. And so it's not, he cares about the educated part. If they not bringing in the grades and the parents say, oh, we got to sit them. Oh, he for that 100%. He said, oh yeah, that's what's supposed to happen because mm-hmm. it's called educated athlete. It's not just called an athlete in my eyes. It's called an educated athlete. Mm-hmm. Lawrence, did you make a conscious decision not to use profanity and raise your voice of the kids? Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes it'll it'll deter the kid from the game. Mm. And and me, I use the game as part of part of my teaching. In what ways? I'm interested. Man, we you know from from respect to leadership to work ethic and mo- most importantly accountability. Mm. That's yeah, that's the most man, that accountability piece. I'm sure that's very important. Absolutely. Who would you say your biggest coaching influences are? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of I'm kind of self-taught. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm gonna come to you, Latasha. Um, because you both, you both, um, you dedicate so much time to the kids, to basketball. Um, how do you make it balanced with fa- with your personal family as well? Um, we balance it with our personal family as we get them involved. <laughs> so we have an older son that's a senior in high school, which he didn't choose the path of basketball. Um, but he chose a higher achievement in academics, um, which we respect that. And um, he tried tennis. He played a little tennis and stuff like that. So to get him involved, he's a very good writer he's a very good like you know he's the the photographer I mean you know you you use all the skill sets and you pull everybody in together to do that but um yeah so I balance it out like that like and I also work a full-time job too so it's just learning how to balance that family time and then still got to do the business side but as we go to the business side, we pull the family in together. So as you pull them in together, you're you're still having that family time, but you teaching them too, that it ain't all about you. That it's about, you know, it's about our community. It's about, if we want to see change, then we have to be the change. We have to be the ones to be the voice. We have to be the ones that stand up and, you know, take that position because if you don't, then change may never come. So, you know, just teaching them how important it is to do for others and just surround yourself around other people that don't have that walk of life as yourself is the greatest example or blessing that you may can give someone in this life. I'm going to stay with you, Latasha. Um, you, you mentioned community a lot and you both you do excellent work in the community. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. How important is it that the community um, help because I noticed that you all do donations, you do like dinners, things to raise awareness and money for the kids. So how important is the community to keeping the Bilal Academy going? Um, the community is very important because the, you know, I always tell people, we are the community. You know, people look at when you're an organization, they think that it's just an organization, but no, the organization is actually a part of the community. We live in PG County. So if things happen in the county or the community, and if we're not involved, then we're not helping our community. So we need the community 100%. Like we need people's, you know, donation. We need people participation. Um, We need all of that to continue to do what we do. And a lot of times, you know, with, nonprofits and just business in general, you know, you start with your own stuff first, you know, you use your own resources, everything that you have first, before you even get a lending hand from the community, you know, so it's, we need the community, <laughs> but we are the community. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come back to you, Lawrence, because this is a, this is a coaching question. Um, how do you stay inspired and motivated to coach? Because it's, it's so demanding the time and it's, you know, it's not, you don't do it for the money, obviously. So what keeps you motivated and inspired? Um, most of it is just the kids growth, man. I'm, like she, like she said earlier, I've seen them since they were seven, five, six years old. So 
just seeing them, seeing the growth and um, a lot of the confidence is brought to them. So that's what keeps me motivated. What it is it like? Even, it, it's, it's not even about the wins or losses with me. Okay. What is it like when you see your, how did, what's the feeling you get like when you, when your players, they grow up and they grow older and they come back to you and they tell you like how much you helped them and taught them the game and other life lessons. Yeah. It's a beautiful feeling. That's, that's one of the things to keep me going. Okay. I'm going to come to you, Latasha. What, what's some other visions and plans you have, you all have for the Ballard Academy? Um, well, one of our main visions and goals is to actually have a Bullard Academy um, facility where we can have um, different stuff going on, like entrepreneurship, um, where you, the youth can come in and actually we want it ran by the youth. Um, so we want them to be able to come to the safe place. And let's say somebody want to learn a skill in barbering, you know, we'll have a barber there, a master barber there that's able to teach them how to be a barber. If a young girl wants to learn dance, you know, you have a dance instructor. If a young guy want to play basketball, you have a basketball instructor. So we just want um, a building where we can facilitate all of this. But at the same time, we're building these kids up so when they ready to embark in adulthood and go out and um, do their own endeavors or whatever that they'll have this particular background and skill set because not all kids um, want to go to college so you have to really think about that particular thing but you won't you don't want to discredit them because they don't because they choose not to but you also want to be able to give them something that they could build off of and, you know, still be able to develop as an adult in this, in today's society. Lawrence, this question is for you um, because you mentioned like you, you kind of made some bad decisions coming up. Do you, do you ever sit back and think like, man, what, what could have been if you had had something like the Ballard Academy while you was growing up? Well, sometime I do, but, but lately I just been trying to move forward with what we got because I, I figure I learned those lessons for a real reason. Mm-hmm. What do you, so for you, how long do you think, how long do you think you'll continue to coach? Oh, uh, I can't even give it a timeline right now. And I'm kind of, kind of putting, putting other good men in place. So, you know, we, we going to keep going long as long as the Academy going, we going, we going to always touch the basketball. Okay. But other than coaching basketball, I need good men to can coach life too. Mm. When you say coach life, be what, what do you what do you mean by that? Uh just just um encouraging them to, to stay off these streets and keep uh stay in school and uh just just use their platform to, to keep the kids encouraged. Okay. For the, for someone listening, how can they get involved? How can they help? Uh, you, they can reach they can reach us at uh, Bullard Academy Inc. at, at uh, Gmail, or they can go right to the website BullardAcademyInc.org, or I'm on I'm on Facebook under Lawrence Bullard. So 
if they interested, reach out. Team mm-hmm. Bullard. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna let I'm gonna close with you, Latasha. Um what do you what what excites you the most about the Ballard Academy moving forward? So what excites me the most is I see where how we started, but I also see where we're where we're in the direction we're headed. Like um just to just start up any business from just someone um just writing a vision, making a plan. And I'm I mean, I'm going biblical. It says in the Bible, it tells us in Habakkuk, you know, to write a vision and make it plain. And that's what Lawrence did. He wrote all this stuff down in a tablet um, years ago where it, was, where it was just goals and dreams. And never did I think that it will come to fruition. But to see how he took something that he had a passion about and wrote it down and to see that it's actually coming alive for me, that's just building my faith and just um, <laughs> giving me the thought that, dad, this is this is bigger than basketball. This is not all about sports or basketball. So to see in the direction we're headed, it's, it's a very, very beautiful sight because I do know that we are going to have a building. Um, I do know that we will have the resources we need. Um, because we just trust God and we're just standing on faith and just going to believe that as long as we continue to do what we're doing in the community and it's done by, you know, our passion and, and heart led, then the right, the right resources will come our way. I truly want to thank you both for sitting down and doing this podcast with me. I truly appreciate it. And also, I want to thank you both for the work you're doing because, um, you know, I hope people don't underestimate how important you guys are because you're building up the future and you're doing some great commu- some great work in the community. So I truly appreciate it. And I hope everyone around appreciates it as well. We thank you, Chief. Definitely. We thank you for having and us. And pre- I appreciate your support as well. Oh, definitely, man. And I'm, I'm definitely going to continue to support because I love what you guys are doing. You got a great plan. You got a great vision and it's necessary. We appreciate you. Thank you for having us. Oh, please tell the people how they can follow you and also how they can um help donate and things like that. Okay. So um, like Lauren said previous, um, you could follow us on Facebook. We have a um, Bullard Academy Facebook page or we have um, our email address is Inc. at gmail.com or they could follow us on um, our webpage, which is bullardacademyinc.org. Um, and also Lawrence is, has a Bullard, I think it's a Bullard Academy, Bullard underscore Academy Inc. underscore. That's for Instagram. Okay. Again, thank you both. And I wish you all the best moving forward with the Bullard Academy. We appreciate you too. And then when we get that, you know, the studio on Bullard Academy, we'll we'll go ahead and invite you in. Oh, yeah, it'll be an honor. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> we appreciate you, Chief. Definitely. I want to take the time to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. I truly appreciate your support. You can follow me on Instagram at conversations underscore with underscore lamp. My Facebook is also conversations with lamp. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Again, thank you all for listening. Have a great day.